Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. To the official Impractical Jokers podcast. This is a very special episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. We got Danny Verde over here. Danny Green. Guys, how are you? Doing great. How do you like your new name, Danny Verde? I love it. That's been my nickname for a long time. Oh, I thought I made it up. Well, sorry. Okay. Well, (laughs) the excitement continues because we are bothering a person who, we're at the offices at North South Productions. We are bothering a person who has a lot of work to do, and we're so lucky to have her. Ladies and gentlemen, executive producer of the show, Marina Catala. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to us. Always a pleasure. Uh, Talking about Practical Jokers is one of my favorite things. Well, your perspective is always so helpful, especially when you get to break down a whole episode like this. And this is like, I, I love to have you on when we do inside jokes interviews and stuff, but this is nice. It's long form. Let's do it. Okay. So this is just, just to clarify, this is your second time on the podcast. Indeed it is. Beautiful. You know, it feels like the first time. It oh, feels you, like, the like the very first, first time. Marina, what do you remember from the first time you were on the podcast? <laughs> what do I remember from the first time I was on? The- My favorite part was the champagne. Got to be. It's got to be. Oh, good news. No champagne. <laughs> yeah, no champagne. Aww. Just water. We got we got water. All you can drink water. Fair enough. Um, all right. We, so we got a we got a fun episode here. There's a lo- there's a lot that happened in this episode. I think I, I don't. I, we'll, we'll talk about it's it later. Favorite punishment. Favorite but punishment. Crazy punishment. It's my favorite punishment ever. This, this was is... so such a unique punishment. Yep. But let's let's start at the beginning. We got to slow right? roll okay. it. We're too right. slow roll. All right. To that I do one. want to talk about. We're going to start out with one of my favorite games. Bad reception. Marina, this is the fourth time we played it. Is that right? The fourth time we've played it. And I got to say, it works every single time. There is something about just a mark. We can say mark? Yes. Okay, great. It's been been explained. Uh, Okay, it's been explained. Just if you let's say you're new, a mark is what we we refer to them as a mark. uh, It's just a stranger that we interact with. Right. Yeah. So there's something about a mark being held captive by the Joker. There's just this one-on-one interaction (laughs) where the Joker is in complete control and Mm -hmm. has to do and say whatever the other guys tell him. And the mark is just there to witness this, this lunacy. But we're always so good at making the marks do weird things like stand between the plants. Wasn't that amazing? (laughs) Like both times. And that was perfect for Murr because he has this way of telling people something and then they don't even question it. Right. Right. I think he says it with such conviction. Yeah. And quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then that his, his whole turn was so fun. I mean, just the reveal of him having that, like a, the poodle skirt, the the poodle poodle skirt skirt. made by Danye Uh in our art department. So that was a Sal request. Sal was like, before we, you know, we go to film this. And then again, this is like the fourth time we did it. So it's like, guys, it's fourth time. What else do you want? That's like new and fresh. Sal's like, hold on one second. 
pulls me out of the room. He's like, get a poodle skirt, put it on Murr. <laughs> like, Great. We'll have it done. And then Danya like made it overnight, mm-hmm. brought it the next day. And uh, kind of a throwback to when well, the first time we did it where Q has like no shoes on and he's wearing shorts. That's right. Yeah. And they make him get up. Yeah. So it's sort of like, a, yeah, it's an homage. It's, it's, it's fun to call back. You know, it's been years now since that was even, I remember how much fun that was. He re- that was real. Like he really felt like, oh, I'm, you're not going to see my bottom half. I'll be sitting the whole time. And yeah. the guys pulled him out. Completely. Yeah, I love no, that. Great. I love when that stuff happens. There was some weird stuff. There was definitely a, an element of this is the fourth time we're doing it. We need to go all out and maybe grill some meat. <laughs> grill some meat. I <laughs> that, mean, it's like because yeah. of the food. I mean, I, I mean, like that comes it, from here. Right. Yes. That's yeah. What happened I'm excited. Tell in, the story. Uh, my sister was getting rid of the Foreman grill and she lives across the river in Brooklyn and just dropped it off downtown here at the offices. And so we started grilling in, uh, the comedy producer's room in the, in the room where in we the room. Work. There's no windows here. <laughs> yeah. It's in like the middle of the office, but it's like locked in, but there's vents that go up outside, basically kind of into our boss's room. <laughs> yeah. And we're just cooking like bacon. I believe it was <laughs> either bacon or uh, hot dogs. For both. I think yeah. and we had bacon and hot dogs and we we're just grilling them during a brainstorming session. And, uh, we, we were like, this is genius. We're going to save so much money. We're going to be cooking our own meat. <laughs> yeah, we thought, eggs. yeah. New York city is expensive. This is a way to circumvent that system. And just everyone can bring in their own food from home. We'll grill it during the day. We'll have cookouts. Yeah. And it's circumvented into people's offices and they weren't <laughs> happy about it. No, they got, that got the kibosh put down on it very quickly. Very. We were still allowed to grill in the kitchen after that. Uh huh. Um, but that, yeah, that started like, but that's so far away. The kitchen was very inconvenient. Who, we, who told you you couldn't do it? Allie Lane. Allie Lane. <laughs> Our live producer, Allie Lane. wonderful, but, but I, and I, under, I completely understand. If you're not eating meat, you don't want to smell it. She's also very sensitive to smells, though, because that she wasn't is. the only time that yeah. she uh, put the kibosh on, on a certain smell coming out of the right. Yeah, room. we also had... Uh, <laughs> After this. We it's not what in, you think. We bought incense, so when we brainstorm, yeah. we'd light some incense, and then like that was an issue because it was a fire, <laughs> yeah. I guess inside and sometimes we do scented candles well brainstorm. so after the incense incident I, we we like smells and sometimes you know this is a small windowless room there's going right. to be like not so great smells so we got a candle i think like some fans sent a candle and uh i remember like like lighting it and being like i don't want Allie to see it and i would hide it but then i'm like putting an open flame near like papers that i'm trying to hide <laughs> yeah, hiding it behind like a folder and it would be Allie's fault. Mm-hmm. But I love, I forgot the fact that the Foreman Grill came from here. Like how often would you say something happens in the office that finds its way onto the show? Pretty often, right? I yeah, mean, I would say yeah, that's probably like once an episode at least. Because yeah. like, that's the thing, like everything's an inside joke. So it's like your inside joke. And that's the whole show. Like mm-hmm. the guys making each other laugh, the inside jokes they have with each other. And then the inside jokes they have with the crew. Like it starts hitting uh, with your friends and then you're like, all of a sudden now there's a camera on it. And those like inside jokes of like, it's really stupid to cook in an office is on TV and watching Sal cook burgers yeah. at, uh, behind the desk, which I believe people actually ate for lunch after that. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. And yeah, Sal cooks those through all the way. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean that, def- that happens all the time. Like even like, you know, not going to go ahead easy turquoise ring, <laughs> turquoise jewelry is a thing that they would be laughing about for years. Well, right. they've That's done been- the turquoise joke before. I mean, right. not this specifically, but it came, yeah. what was the first time that Sal tried to sell turquoise? Was uh, it in tennis? 
or was yeah. it? Yeah, oh, I think it yes, was I think it was, it was definitely like a like a, a lesson. Yeah, one. it's always at deep discount, and it's always like <laughs> like an amorphous amount. Like it, like turquoise yeah. ring was like the most like concise way we've ever done it. Usually, it's just like a hunk of turquoise. Yeah. Like, right. like do it yourself, make your own. Yeah, ring. exactly. Right. Um, it was always a like a, a Ponzi scheme too, right? Or it was every just, yeah yeah. Yeah, everything is. <laughs> uh, so birds and the bees talk that Q gives, which is not the first time that he's had to explain it. But no, this he's time done it, it to his parents, kids in the pool. Yeah, this yeah. time it was to an adult, which is nice. Yeah, that's, um, that's good. But I was actually, as it was as it was happening, as I was watching it, I was thinking like, well, kids will see this, and I actually like the way he said it. Yeah, I'm gonna have him uh, talk to my son. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's already on video, Danny. Just show you some of the clip. Oh, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we should maybe for digital, you should turn that into a. It's it's like a standalone thing. Oh, that's like, like a public service announcement. Oh, we yeah. should do all the times that the guys have had to explain <laughs> sex to their parents, to the kids right. in the pool, and hopefully by the end of it, yeah. any kid that watches that clip will know how sex works. Q can have his own DVD uh, series. Yeah. yeah. To sell with the ring. Um, QSAs. Mm. QSA, wow, yeah. Love it. Yeah. genius. Well, I'm relieved that Danny, you're you're okay with your son learning from Q because apparently after the pool incident or the pool episode, yeah. the guys actually caught a lot of flack for that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Some parents wow. were, you know, I guess we have young viewers and young fans, and and I guess oh, they were a little oh, sensitive the to that. Fans from watching. the fans watching, yeah. Gotcha. I thought you went to the kids in the pool. No, no. Actual fans thought it was a little a little risque, I think, for our... What are we... Well, it's coming back, guys. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> it's back. Let's see. Let's it's get... too late if you're listening to this. You already watched Bring the episode. I'm sorry. Good point. Uh, kids, if you're listening, it's a stork. Don't believe Q. Um, <laughs> I, my son know. has uh, two older sisters, so he's learned a lot about sex. I can imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Danny Green <laughs> unleashed, folks. What? Well, he's got the internet at this point. <laughs> Your kids know more than you, Danny, I think, about uh, sex. I'm right? glad I didn't have the internet when I yeah, was 12. Right? <laughs> I would love to just throw some terms your way, Danny, and see if you could break it down, but I don't, I don't think this is that kind of podcast. Um, we also got a, a return of Joe Gatto as a vampire this yes. time in full outfit. Uh, he was also at the... Um, in the auto parts store. Exactly, which mm-hmm. is yes. amazing. And but this were, is a mashup, too, with the Murpire wig. That's yes. Murray's Murpire wig. Usually, yeah. Murr is in the, the one in the wig. In general, uh, yeah. In general. And this time, yeah, Joe's got the uh, Murpire wig. And it was epic. I mean, you've never seen Joe Gatto just completely break and walk away from a turn. That's that's the first <sighs> in Joker history. It was saying so a funny. lot. Yeah. Yeah, Joe completely lost it. Because, again, like, he always wins those, like, last man standing competitions. Mm-hmm. But then I think, Casey, you pitched the idea of, like, doing, like, a commercial for the law offices <laughs> of, uh, what was it, Cosio and Dominic? <laughs> that's right. Which is named uh, after Cassio, our producers. Yeah. Deanna, oh, Cassio, sorry, Deanna yeah. Cassio, it's spelled Cosio. Yeah. Yeah. Deanna uh, Cassio and uh, Chase Dominic. Yeah. That, that was like the, the fake name and they're both uh, producers on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. secret yeah. about that, that location. That is not a functioning office. That right. is completely empty. We built that entire room. That is an empty floor. And it is disgusting. That place <laughs> was so disgusting. gross. Really? The place where the marks and the jokers were was clean. We took a tour of it because we wanted to take. We wanted to maybe do another bit in the same place, and cockroaches <gasps> out the wazoo. Yeah, dead. Wow, like yeah. carpets of them, like stuck to sticky traps. No, hundred brick case. You did Sal see it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I'm surprised Q we filmed. First and pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Q's wow. like the fireman, like doing like inspection level, like checking <laughs> things out, and he's just like, oh no, 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 this is bad. <laughs> it, it was 
real gross. Now, not to uh, dismiss uh, the, the quality or the standard of this building. This is actually like a gorgeous, gorgeous building in the Beautiful. financial district. I mean, the views are spectacular. Ooh, you can top see. Notch. I mean, it's, it's the 41st floor. You can I see mean, why the cockroaches chose <laughs> Exactly. Right, right, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. These are high-end uh, fide uh, cockroaches. Yeah. But um, yeah, I assume it's because the, the, the floor had been abandoned for for quite some time, so the the cockroaches kind of became That's squatters. Crazy. Why would they be there? There's no if there's no one there. There was a kitchen. How do they get there's a kitchen on is that floor. With, like, are, is someone just putting food in for the cockroaches? You know, say. Well, this one we could get a lot of flack for this challenge because a we have birds and the bees talk, right? Mm-hmm. We also have um, the Sal talks about like cancer. That's his a really friends. funny joke, though. <laughs> Very funny <laughs> because he's stalking his ex girlfriend <laughs> online, and he's like, "Look at her bragging." Which is, that happens on Facebook all the time. People Absolutely. bragging. That's all you do on it social media. You brag, reality. right? No one's totally, reality. And then it's like bragging about beating cancer, which is like hit, like it's, it's yeah. a little subversive. Of course. Then you also have, uh, you know, the Foreman Grill cooking meat. You might have some vegetarians that are yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cooking meat on TV. I don't, you're, oh, good point. that could be, an, and mm-hmm. also yeah. we're stereotyping vampires. vampires. So vampires are going to be pretty uh, mad about mm-hmm, this show too. Mm-hmm. I think, I think all four of these, I mean, people were going to get a lot of emails. I completely, late at there night are people who I assume in really enjoy standing between potted plants and chairs as well. That's and true. now between we're making an issue between two ferns. We're going to get like sued. Galfinac yeah. is going to be upset. Galfinac <laughs> is going to sue us. Yeah. Um, but that's, that, this was, I, I love the reception. I hope we go back. Yeah. I want to see five. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it just, it doesn't get tired to me because it's, it's not, it's not a, a gameplay that you're like, okay, well, we, we've kind of done this before this. It's always uh, really, really incredibly funny jokes yeah. and the guys always find, and you guys always find ways of, of keeping it fresh. So. And captive audience is like the best part. Without a doubt. You know, there's like sort of, it's not like a high status difference. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a person of authority, but just enough authority to be like, stand by that plant. Exactly. And that's really nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How did we get the marks there that day? Do you know? Uh, they thought they were going in for a focus group. So, gotcha. yep. So we did our usual, you know, um, uh, casting for uh, people. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you know well, why was it a law focus group? But it's uh, <clears throat> that's a really good question. What you think? What'd you say? Why was it a law firm? They thought. Oh, weren't they? Didn't they think they were going to like sit in on like? It was. Was it a mock? A mock trial, trial or something? I think yeah. that's what we told okay. them. That sounds right. Mm. I'm just trying to make sense of it in my yeah. It's how funny. Actually, like in the beginning, the guys like like in air quotes like it's a law firm. Yeah, we've made so many fake companies on the right. show. Like like Pete McParland always says like we could go into business as like. Like scamming people. Without a doubt. Like, you oh, know, 100%. We have all the resources. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Watch out. That's our next. That's, we don't even do it. Like, when the, once the series ends. Oh, if it gets more lucrative than the TV yeah. show, then like, <laughs> sorry, guys. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I, I love, love that. I love how we create a fake company and people come. And I, I, that guy at the end that was like, what the hell? Or whatever. Yeah. Remember when Murr walks out with the uh, poodle skirt? Oh, yeah, yeah. His actual reaction to Murr's behavior was just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A reaction like that, you don't always get. Well, it's classic. And that's, that's, I think, what what really... What's so wonderful about the show is that it's, of course, at its core, it's this this comedy series. But you recognize that there's still this element of the social experiment and the Mm -hmm. hidden camera. Mm -hmm. I think I almost tend to forget it just because you're just so in awe of the guys and and the level of the comedy that they're performing at. But then you realize in those moments that it's these are real people witnessing these bizarre behaviors from these people. And then we capture the really honest reactions. And it just elicits as big a laugh as anything the guys do. Well said. Mm hmm. Well, let's move on to our second challenge. 
What was the name of this one? I believe it's called A Couple of Hookers, Casey. Well, okay. actually, we that's our internal name for it, but oh. it's the title is Off the Hook, or I think it's oh, yeah. Off the Hook. Off yeah. the Hook, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The intro was fun for this one, too. Joe said, like Joe said, it was like, we're playing our, one of our favorite, favorite games. games. Like, I like when they, they, they acknowledge that it's a... It's like the Impractical Jokers classic game. Even though we've only done it once before, but that yeah. one time, the reason we haven't repeated it is because it was so good, I think, the first time around. We, they had so much fun. And that is always an argument. It is always <laughs> an argument about with the guys, uh, the four of them going, it was so good, we can't do it again. Dentists were that way for a yeah. long time. We did it again earlier this year, where it's like, it was so good, we can't do it again, or it was so good, we need to play it again. It's one which, extreme or the other. Exactly. Yeah. You have two of them saying one and the other two are saying the other. And it's like, which one is it? Yeah. Like, Last yeah. season, Laugh Man Standing was so fun for them yeah. that they had to do it right, right away again. And then something like like this, like a couple of hookers, they just waited how many seasons? I think the thing is, it's they, they always say like, can you get four more turns out of it? Right. Can mm. If we do it again, can we make it unique enough mm-hmm. that it's funny four different times again? And I think like certain things like are, and if it's too iconic and you feel like maybe it would be the same result, right. it's hard to like, like strip high five. They don't want to do again. Right. Because yeah. the way it played out was so dramatic and it worked out perfectly that they're like, I don't think we should do it again because who knows? Maybe and we also try not to repeat punishments. Right. Right. And we try not to repeat Anything unless it, 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 we feel like it'll be as good as the first time or better. Definitely. Yeah. I think with a couple of, couple of hookers, though, in seeing it play out the second time, because I had my same sort of reservations, what you realize is gratifying every single time they hook the bag. Because it yeah. is so stupid looking. It's so stupid, but it's, <laughs> it's so gratifying. Yeah. And nobody in the mall gets mad either because they're just like, well, this is dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The level yeah. of absurdity, we just get a pass on, but, um, yeah, yeah it was, it was so fun. fun. It was great. And like the guys talking about cargo pants brought me back. Uh, <laughs> to the nineties. Yeah. I had cargo pants, Danny. Never. No. Wow. No. What? No, I'm a little older than you. I, I, I How what does that mean? You were hip in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. The night, you know what? The nineties, I just kind of took off from pop culture. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a what TV. Did you do? I read, I, I <laughs> thought a lot. I meditated. Really? I took a walk, a long you walk. You were Gary Shandling. Yeah, sort of Gary Shandling. <laughs> the whole Clinton the presidency? You were just yeah. meditating? Yeah. yeah. So wow. took off? Yeah. So you you didn't you never rocked a pair of cargo. I, I no. also I also attest that cargo cargo pants and shorts were bigger in the early 2000s. Fair. Than they were the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the aughts. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, yeah, basically their turn was insane. Yeah. Uh, Sal couldn't get someone. Finally, he does. And Q's got Shopping his pants down. Pants. It as usual. <laughs> this is what was so gratifying about this whole episode was watching Q and Sal totally fall apart as a team. Yep. They yes. collapsed. What uh, the worst breakdown of teammates I've ever seen in Practical Jokers Maybe. was the two hundred yeah. percent in my mind was the two of them and a couple of hookers. They they, they punted. They didn't even play the game basically. Thumb, it was very funny. I Absolutely. laughed. But thumbs down. And so then the two of them end up getting punished is like <laughs> right into the punishment. Perfect. Perfect. And what's also amazing is they're talking about like fashion the whole time. And then they're dressed insane in the punishment. Oh, they have it. to wear those like hot, like, you know, oh, suits, so good. polyester. Who, who came everything. up with those suits? Those were brilliant. We, I, I, the art department made them like the, the producers, like me and Bergio Zaluga, Casey, Meg Rico, Marina, like all pitched ideas. Like, we loved this punishment idea in the room mm-hmm. so much that it was like, 
other things are happening. Like we're filming other shoots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, cool. Film those. Okay, listen, turquoise ring is coming up. What are they going to be wearing? Are, do we yeah. have the hamster bottles for the wall? Because we need <laughs> yeah. those. But I think Heat you lights. need to back up. I think you need yeah. to tell the story of how turquoise ring even came to be because. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, turquoise is a joke on the show for a while, but then we, so coming up with punishments and stuff, a lot of times we'll think of, okay, What's the worst thing that can happen here? Like, what's the worst job? Well, working at a call center is probably one of the worst jobs. It's like, okay, how can we make the guys work at a call center? It's like, well, we can't really, but what if we had them, like, maybe, like, had to sell something? And then, so it's like, what if they had to sell it? And we came up with turquoise ring because it's like an inside joke. It's like, oh, great. So now they have to sell this turquoise ring. And then we're like, but they don't even have a phone book. They have nothing. They just go in blind and they have to just dial at random. And then we tried it here in the room. Imbergio called somebody and on the first attempt, got somebody on the phone and was freaking out because like he didn't think he'd get anybody. And the guy, he talked to him for like five minutes. Like I was actually kind of interested, but Joe didn't have, uh, Joe Imbergio didn't have the means to make this transaction happen. Like he didn't have the credit card scanner. Right. So it's kind of funny. Like we were going through the process and realizing all the things we would need for the guys to do this punishment. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, yeah, uh, okay. But can I get your information? Like, cause we just called them, but like, he didn't remember the phone number and the guy's like, but you just called me. How do you not like, and is this a scam? And Joe's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Goodbye. And just hung up the phone. <laughs> but then pitching it to the guys. It, yeah. yeah. Watching you guys test these games out in the writer's room is always such a joy and such yeah. a pleasure. And we've walked around with the Joker is to, to brainstorm even challenges in the park and mm -hmm. like tried stuff out and then right. like, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, try it. And like, well, well, that's, that's like a fun day too. And we actually like walk around and do it, but definitely it's yeah. some of the best ways to convince them. But this one didn't need like a huge, when you guys pitched this, yeah. it's, it's rare that you see the Jokers immediately love something. I mean, it's true. A lot of times you'll pitch something and you'll hear crickets and you move on to the next one because you have a bunch of ideas, but you're like, yeah. okay, cool. Next idea. Or they'll kick it around for a you while. Yes. You know, it, it evolves. But this one right away, I mean, it captured, it captured Joe's yeah. imagination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when the other guys could see it and Murr was on board too. And like Zaluga made that uh, melty Murr photo. Murr was like, I, I want my face in there. Just like taunting Sal. <laughs> and that shot of Sal with like the melty Murr head next to him. That was so him. funny. It's one of our more beautiful punishments. Without I feel a doubt. Like. It I looks love like it. There's so many, I, I was in that room a bunch, obviously for Insider. And it was so hot. Like the crew, like it, it was that thing, you know, like when you're in a sauna and you get out and then you're almost cold. Because it's, and yeah. it's just normal air hits yeah. you. Like when you leave that room, it felt like, like therapeutic or something. Yeah. It was so hot in there. It was hot. And also they cut things out because obviously those guys were in there for a while. We added a few things to the, to that room that didn't make the cut. Like in the, in the insider, you see Joe, uh, drop a deuce in yeah. there or attempt to anyway. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea if he did or didn't. He didn't. He did not. For the record, not. but okay. he, he, he did drop a fart. Okay. Yeah. So, that's, they, they, that might've been taken out. That's like dropping an ace. It's not quite the deuce. <laughs> yeah, that he definitely, like, definitely cracked a rat. Cracked a rat for sure. Uh, Megan Rico went in there dribbling a basketball like while they're on the phone. Cause you know, that's just annoying. So she's in there dribbling <laughs> the ball, yeah. bouncing it off of them. They can't like, they can't do anything to her. And Bergio went in with a t-shirt cannon mm -hmm. and shot them with a t-shirt cannon <laughs> from, like, from close range, yeah. which is insane. 
that didn't make the cut. It happened to them in real life. And Mert like, legitimately got a massage while the punishment was happening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was getting a massage. He fell asleep. Also, Joe was just chilling, like getting taking care of other business. They were eating well back there. There was so much yeah. of them just relaxing that it was it was probably such a fun punishment for oh, them. And the best thing that didn't happen, that didn't get sent into the room, because we loved this idea. Mer liked it. Gatto didn't. There was an idea where we send in a greased up kid, an uh, 18-year-old kid, so as an adult, <laughs> but I call legal, him a kid because I'm old. An 18-year-old in a Speedo that's greased up and just like grabs a phone and runs away. And they're like, that is too insane. Like, that's not going to make any sense. No, but I he was there. There that. was a kid like in a Speedo ready to go. Can we talk about that? 100%. So there was a young boy. Oh, yeah. 18-year-old. 18, no, yeah, he could vote. He could fight yeah. in the military. Buy he guns. could uh, buy he, cigarettes. <laughs> no, not yet. You have to be 19. I don't know. So he yeah. is. he's sitting there in a bikini with like a like a, or like a speedo with um a robe on. Yeah. Like what like he, I remember he was watching he was watching a television series like catching up on something yeah. divorce from HBO or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just like watching a series the whole time and I like talked to him and I talked to him for insider cuz like sometimes if someone's going to be on like that I'll talk to him we could use it in the cut. Right. But he he just sat there all day not even knowing what's happening, knowing what he has to do, but he can't, like, he doesn't have a monitor to watch what's happening as a punishment. Yeah, he's a fellow that responded to an ad of, would you like to be on TV in a bikini greased up stealing a phone? <laughs> yeah. He said, sure. Yeah. And so, he was. He was in a Speedo all day long. All day. He got yeah. paid, but it just didn't make the cut. And they didn't, they actually yeah, he, didn't, he do didn't it. go yeah, in the room. In the room. And then it was, it was funny because after the punishment, I told Q about it, and Q is like, man, I would have hated that. It would have been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that, that didn't make much of a cut is um, me, Q, and Joe Ambrosio and a, a cameraman uh, drove to Staten Island to deliver the pizza. That's right. Yeah. And, and so that interaction that you see, since you know we don't have a lot of time, was pretty short. But we talked to them for a while. Deliver, and he, deliver the ring to the uh, pizza Sorry, place. my bad. Uh, yeah, correction. Deliver the ring to get the pizza. Uh, and Q had to pay for the pizza. Oh, he, I didn't even know he ordered a pizza too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So sorry. Maybe that's the, I, I just walk out with a pizza. Yeah. 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 So, so basically it was, you know, cherry uh, peppers pizza. It's his favorite pizza. (laughs) It is his favorite pizza. Yeah. He loves it. So we're there and there's like a bunch of Staten Islanders there eating and they're like, don't even say a word to Q. It's just like a very, like, it's, it's almost like when Q's home, he's not an impractical joker. He's just a guy. So he's there and we're talking for a while. It was so funny that they, they paid for the ring. And Q just like handed back the twenty to pay for the for the <laughs> pizza, and then they like went about their days like they just moved on. But it was so it's funny money. The big question for us, you know, just as, as producing the punishment is always the, the question for all punishments is always how is it going to end? You mm-hmm. know, because but this one had the potential of never ending. I mean, yeah, they, we were, took a they risk. genuinely tried number after number after yeah. number, and it was just uh, yeah. just not. Not, not going through or people right. weren't interested. And so, well, on their podcast, right? Like on what say you mm-hmm. Q and Sal try to prank call, phone call people and they try to call a number and if they don't get it, they move on or something like that. And they often can't get a number. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. They, they like, they would try and then they can't get through to someone and they move on. But like, they know how hard it is to get, even just to get someone to answer. Yeah, of course. Right. And then to sell somebody something. Exactly. And they call you out on the scam, which happened multiple times. I love this. So the fact that Q sort of, it, it, just the fact that it occurred to him to dial a number that he knew, you know, by heart. Uh, and the fact that uh, the, the guy, what was his name? Mike or? Uh, oh, the guy from Ambrosinos? Oh, yeah. 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 Shout out to Ambrosinos, by yeah, the way. Yeah, truly. <laughs> What yeah. great sports if you're in and the New f- York? You got to go get an Ambrosino slice with cherry peppers on top. 
The Q's special. You got to go to Staten Island for that, baby. That's in New York. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like... You got to take the ferry. How, how you got to take the bus from the ferry. It's pretty far it's, out it's there. It's deep. It's, it's right near my high, our high school, like Monsignor Farrell. It's uh-huh. like around the block oh, from that's there. that's Oakwood Heights? So, Oakwood Heights, yeah. yeah. Oakwood train station. You'd have to go there. But we actually, it's funny. We like me, Joe, Imbergio, and um, Q, we passed Farrell. And Joe and I are pretty much the same age. And so like we had our crew... That was like 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 the Joker crew, like the four of them went to Farrell, and then nine years later, me and Joe were like at Farrell. So it was nice to like pass the school, sure. coming from a shoot, and then going to a pizza place that we used to go to. You know, it's yeah. like it was like a really nice moment. And for some reason, there's a turquoise ring involved. <laughs> Do you know the, their number by heart as well? I no, I don't know that no. number. No, mm-hmm. I don't see like he's of a generation. Where like I, you know, in <laughs> high school, people had I, to got memorize a, numbers. I, had, I got like a phone. It was like, right. you know, kind of like a flip phone or something basic. You stored it in. But like you stored it. Yeah. He could remember a lot. They call it true TV. Right. And true yeah. TV wouldn't help. That's true. That was That's so true. funny. Imagine like the, like the stars of the network calling the network to be like, hey, hey, buy this ring. And they're like, no, that was actually Murr's idea. So yeah, the guys yeah. like fed him a couple fake numbers, just like for like or real numbers, yep. but like joke numbers. Yep. But uh, I remember uh, very specifically, like Mur pulling me aside in the middle of the punishment and said, "Call True TV right now. Make sure that the switchboard operator knows that uh, the Joker's we're, we're shooting a punishment. The Joker's are going to call and to not let them to patch them through to Simi or anyone." Oh, so that was they were in on it. They oh, were, Mur- were going to get shut down no matter no what. no matter what. That was so they were just messing with the guys even more, sending them down a dead end. That's exactly road. right. Wow. Pete called me and Mur called me and said, if either of the guys calls you trying to uh, sell a turquoise ring, do not buy it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. There were, we had a few I things love stacking like stacking the deck. <laughs> there was a couple things too, where like people could go in and rip the phone cord out of the wall. If they called somebody like a layup, yeah. like you weren't allowed to like call your mom and be like, mom, buy a ring. They're punishing me. Like you can't do that. The phone would have got ripped out. The, the other thing. And I really love technology when the, with the show. I, I love it. I love the, just even the fact that they have earpieces in and they could talk to each other like on the floor that just even like, yeah, I know that that's since day one, but I'm still amazed by that technology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this time we have like phones that are hooked up that we could, that everyone can hear that are being recorded. Like it was crystal clear. You could hear these phone conversations so well. We wiretapped. <laughs> and and I just think like that's that's so beautiful like yeah. that we were well, able it was to actually do that. surprisingly it was uh, yeah ass. because these were real rotary phones yes. they don't have that kind of technology and that was a mandate from like you know absolutely uh, and it was terrifying because the punishment got pushed and sometimes when that happens like we've had punishments even this season that once they get pushed they just don't happen yeah like the guys fall out of love with it right and like they're like oh let's do a different idea. And that happened. I mean, this got pushed a week because the phones didn't work. At our previous and location. All of us in the comedy producer's room were like, please, please, please keep doing this. Like, don't let this punishment die. Yeah. So it was our, it was our favorite. Because, yeah, so the rotary fun. phones, like, you couldn't get, we couldn't get them to record the call. Record right? the call. And then there was just the obstacle of, like, tapping into both phones at the same time at a location that only had one phone line. So if they were getting a call in, yeah. then it disconnected us. It was yeah. it was a whole mess. And then the, some of the other producers outside that are, like, more involved in the nuts and bolts of it are like, well, why does it even have to be a rotary phone? Like, why can't it be uh, just a regular phone? And we're like, no, 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 no. Every time you dial is such a pain in the butt. That was my favorite part of the, of the punishment was the rotary phone. We got you back, Danny. (laughs) Like all those details together makes for such an incredible punishment. Like it's not just the idea of having to sell a turquoise ring in a hot room. It's how hot it was. It's like the water dripping and the water that they're drinking. Murr's stupid face. 
And I just love the inherent drama at the end. Just like they, they, they had this guy, yeah. he knew it was, it was Q, but then all of a sudden the question of what, wait, or was, it became a question of whether it really was Q. Uh, yes, yes, it did. And yes. then he almost lost him. And he almost lost him. And, and then just sort of uh, riding that he, roller coaster with them. And uh. he only believed him because of the cherry pepper That's thing, what it was. Which yes. Which Q, he's in love with that pizza. Me and him got into an argument one night about we're ordering pizza for a group. And he's like, oh, get cherry peppers on it. I'm like, I don't think cherry peppers is like a ubiquitous order for everybody where like everyone's going to be yeah. on board. He's like, no, no, everyone will like it. I'm like, that's like divisive. Yeah, yeah I know you don't like that. Uh, I don't like the taste of peppers. So we, we settled on half, but dude. like, he was like wow. dead set. He's like, dude, cherry peppers all the way. I'm, People are going to love it. Just a little bit about me. I'm always pushing for a white pie. Like a, like, you know, like, you, do, a, you a, like a white slice. Sauceless, huh? and I, I'm a, I mean, I like a regular pie, but I think it's, it's nice when there's a different option there. Mm. Sure. Yeah. So when you throw, you know, with the regatta and the mozzarella, like on a piece, mm. no sauce, it's nice little palate cleanser. Yeah. Understand yeah. me? Sounds understand delicious. Me? I hear you. <laughs> So, Marina, here's a question for you as EP of the show. Hit me. Uh, Keith Corhammer asks, will you be doing an all-grocery store challenge episode? Oh, that's very interesting, Keith. Uh, well, we are, and well. in fact, well, we are, in fact, doing that, but there's a twist to it. Ooh, and you're going to yeah. have to stay tuned to find out that will be airing in May. You think she just, she just, we're never positive. Sure. I think like, so. Yeah. We're never, we, like this episode, I've been, I thought this was going to come out March 22nd with oh. the turquoise ring and I was like hyping it and then like we pushed it. It's another day now. Like, Dang it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're yeah. just like you. We're people. Well, then I can say, Keith, it's going to be airing in a few weeks from now. <laughs> Very fun. Also, you're going to be starting up work soon on a little after party. That's right. After party is coming back for all you guys who stuck around uh, last season to watch Joey Fatone talk to the guys. We're doing it again. Eight more episodes nice. this season, starting when we come back from our hiatus. Is that cool that we're announcing it? Yeah, well, I I'm, love it. I feel oh. like what an exclusive yeah, great. We got. we've announced. Emery, you are the, you are in charge of that show. Yeah, they they somehow I, I managed to um, beg, borrow, and steal my way into uh, getting the reins for that one. And, uh, and yeah, I'm super excited. What, I think did, you we gotta, to, what did you have to steal to get that? Um, I, that's a really good question. I think I had to steal a yacht and hand it over to, uh, Simi Kostanowitz. <laughs> and, um, so that's where Simi got his, that's yacht. exactly that's right. Where got, that's where Simi got his yacht. <laughs> One of his yachts. <laughs> were you growing like when growing, like, were you an InSync fan? Uh, you know, I was a little too old for NSYNC. What? I was. Did you have cargo yeah. shorts? I did, but that's <laughs> nice. because I'm a lesbian. Okay. So, <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a little too old for NSYNC, but I certainly appreciated, uh, the bye, bye, bye video. Like everyone else did. Yeah. Yeah. And Joey Fatone is just an absolute pleasure and that delight. Guy is so, so cool. Isn't that amazing? He's so fun. <laughs> this guy. He genuinely, his energy. I mean, you guys saw the, the, the season finale from last season. He g- genuinely in between uh, hosting the uh, top ten, 10 punishment countdown and then the actual episode of Impractical Jokers, before we did After Party, he got an IJ After Party tattoo from the yep. tattoo artists uh-huh. who were giving um, uh, IJ tattoos to our, our servicemen. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, we, I sat down with him and he's like, what do you think I should get? And I quickly drew a sketch and he's like, great, let's do it. I mean... The, the second time I met him, he like remembered my name and then I see him around with the crew and he's like, Shay, he like knows everyone's name. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't have to, 
And he dances with wait, stars. He called you Shay? He called, oh, that, <laughs> everyone's Shay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little like, weird, but catch all. Shay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he's, he's that warm. He's that gracious. He's so easygoing, and he gives great massages. Hey, Marina, massages. I can say the same about you. Oh, that's true. You are great. You give great massages. Who, who gives the best massages? Shay. Shay. Yeah. Shay, right. is, it's insane. Like... She has this touch that, like, as soon as it hits your shoulder, mm-hmm. you're healed. Mm-hmm. She's the Jesus of massages. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Next time I come to set. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that might be weird, Danny, if you f- just go. Like, you call do you it. ask her or does she just give you a massage? Well, uh, often, like, she does this technique with Murr where, like, as, if she needs him to go, be somewhere and, like, he's on his phone or something, he'll come, she'll come over and, like, start a massage. And he'll be like, oh, he'll get off his phone. And then she's got him. And he's like, all right, now go over there. And she's like, and he's like, well played. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's like her technique. Gotcha. She, right. she lulls you in with a massage and then sends you over to where you got to be. Okay. But with other, with other, you mean civilians, not just jokers. Uh, I think, I think it's often she's just let, let her come to you. I wouldn't be like, yo, Shay, hit these shoulders. <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's very giving in terms of, of uh, her abilities with her hands. I think I said that perfectly, right? Perfectly, yeah. No innuendo whatsoever. Yeah. Well, do I still have a wife? <laughs> we'll find out. Well, thank you guys so much. Marina Catala, thank you so much. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. A pleasure. Uh, look forward to the third time you come on the show. Absolutely. Uh, on behalf of myself, Casey Jost. James McCarthy. And Danny Verde. Thank you. Unleashed this season. <laughs> really exciting. Uh, remember to subscribe, like Caroline said, and uh, definitely get our podcast wherever you get podcasts. And uh, if you have any questions, hashtag Ask a Joker. Turquoise ring. Turquoise, Turquoise ring. ring. <laughs> Danny <week>. Turquoise. <laughs>